These sportscasters aren't PC. With your host, Jack Gleason. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sportscasters on TV. I'm your host, Jack Gleason. We have a panel of legends for you tonight. Here with me, the legendary one and only Howard Cosell, Chicago legend and icon, Harry Carey, the Hall of Famer, yet another Hall of Famer, third baseman Ron Santo, and recently inducted into the Hall of Fame and Ford C. Frick winner himself, Ken the Hawk Harrelson. Tonight we'll be here discussing a litany of baseball topics with these baseball legends. I hope you enjoy it. Harry, I'm going to start with you. I want to talk about the 2020 baseball season. I want to know what your thoughts are on the abbreviated season, and you tell me, should the season statistics count in the record books? I I don't know, Jack. Only reason I'm here is Arnie told me Marla Collins was going to be here. So if they count, they count. If Marla's here, then I count. That's all I care. Last I checked, Arnie's not here, but we'll press on. Ron Santo, same question. Oh, oh, most definitely. Most definitely, yeah. I think so. Is that Hawk, okay, Pat? Hawk Harrelson? I'm sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> Moving on. All right. Howard Cosell. Baseball is a game, my friends. And as a game, we should always have some kind of record of it. So I say keep those statistics right where they are. Well, thank you, Howard. I got to be the voice of reason around here. Harry, I want to go back to you. With the abbreviation in the 2020 season, did it seem to you anything like the 1981 strike-shortened season? I don't remember that season. (laughs) A lot of false staffs will do that to a man. Budweiser. Budweiser always. Cub fan Budman. Till the end. Let me go back to you, Ron Santo. You were not an active player in 81. I was alive, though. <laughs> Technically, yes. Your thoughts on the strike-shortened season? How many the- legs did you have then, Ronnie? Well, I was, I was going to say, like, you know, uh, back in 80, 81, you know, this, the season was split into two. I used to have two legs. <laughs> Baseball was better with two <laughs> legs. I, I played a lot better. You got to be bleeping me. <laughs> Hawk, speaking of bleeping you. What's your recollection of the 81 strike season? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, 1981, I was retired. I was still trying to get on a pro PGA tour. But I was broadcasting games for the New York Yankees. And all I can remember is we were bad in the first half. We were bad in the second half. This is a bad season. That's all I remember. I'm like Harry. I drank a few of those memories away. I had two good legs. That's all I know. Gas. Fair enough. So, I'll throw this out open to the entire panel. Are the Dodgers worthy champions in a shortened season? They're not as much of a champion as Muhammad Ali, let me tell you. Truly expected answer. Thank you, Howard. Anyone else? Oh, I, I think they're definitely worthy, but I think our 69 team would have, would have clearly beaten <laughs> them. They're worthy. Tony Lasorda did a great job with them. Uh, yeah, Tony Lasorda. My bad. Hawk. Is Clayton Kershaw today's version of Whitey Ford then? You know, I tell you, 
I've been in baseball 71 years, and Clayton Kershaw is a good ball player. Nobody beats Sandy Koufax. I mean, you can go back and look at some of the numbers Sandy put up. He's just, he's the greatest. And all my years in baseball, the only guy I ever seen that Sandy couldn't get out, it was Yaz. Yaz came up against Sandy 29 times in his career. Yaz had 26 hits, 24 of them left the park. You've got to be bleeping me. Kershaw, he's good. He's no Sandy. Yes. Ronnie, I want to know, are the Rays similar to the 69 Mets with their uphill climb into the postseason? Oh, probably, but uh, clearly the Rays are a lot better. I hate New York. I I, I I didn't think we were going to talk about the Mets. I am here because I want to hear Harry say, Randy Arozarena. Harry, do you have that in you? Not right now, no. Randy, what? <laughs> Pat, I need some help on that. Can you give him a Randy Jackson? Anything. Tito was my favorite. Tito Puente? Yes. You know, I had dinner one time in Havana, Cuba with Tito Santana. <laughs> they were on a WWF tour. And I'll tell you something. That was one of the finest Titos I ever met in my life. We had cigars. Louis Tian took us to a little haunt. I'll tell you, between Louis and Burke Campaneras, we had Cuba covered, man. Tito Santana, that was my guy. Yes. I miss him. God rest his soul, Tito. Is he dead? You know, he's not dead, is he? Ronnie's dead. Tito's alive. Tito Santana, alive. Alive. Louis Tiant, alive. El Tiante. El Tiante. Mercy. And on that note, we'll take a break. Hey, it's Slappy Sal here for I want to tell you about one of my favorite hangouts, Manny's Ale House. Manny's down on St. Charles Road, west of Route 83. You know over by there? It's like your uh, classic neighborhood pub, you know what I mean? Comfortable place to hang out with your friends. I met up there last week with some of the guys from the old neighborhood. Boris the Spider was there, so was Johnny the Mooch and Joey Tree Noodles. It's the heavy fuel crew, you know what I mean? A lot of good stuff over there. We had burgers and pizzas, but the kicker was the apps over there. They had some good ones. They had wings, calamari, and boom, the flaming cheese came out. You know that uh, Saganasty Greek cheese stuff? That's a riot. You know, the other thing you got to try is they got Nutella poppers. They're little pastries filled with Nutella and vanilla ice cream. It's amazing. I didn't think we'd ever get Boris the Spider out of the place. Manny's is a great place to have some food and a good beer or two. Turns out they got a great party room in the back. Just go ask Manny to take you back there. Check it out. Manny's is a great place to just kick back, enjoy some good food and drink. Have a good time. This has been Slappy Sal Rapound saying, hey, you can trust your dog to watch your house, but never trust your dog to watch your meatball sandwich. Today's episode of the Sportscasters on TV is brought to you by the good people at Manny's Merkins for Men, the leading supplier of men's pubic wigs. If you have no hair down there, stick one of these in your underwear. Manny's Merkins pubic wigs. And now back to the show. And we're back to the Sportscasters on TV. I'm your host, Jack Gleason. May I remind you, with me on the panel today, four complete legends. Howard Cosell, Harry Carey, Ron Santo, and Ken the Hawk Harrelson. Yes. Topic number two. Gentlemen, should the rule changes MLB made in 2020 become permanent? I would like to know. And I'm going to start this time with Hawk. How do you feel about the National League DH? Well, I'll tell you something. I mean, the... Designated hitter was put in so that the pitchers didn't hit. There's one part of the game that I think is missing is the pitchers should hit. I didn't like it much 
back in the 1930s and 40s when I played. Let's see pitchers striking out all the time, but at the same time, there were better hitters back then. You know who could hit a ball, I'd tell you. He didn't get to do it all that much. Guy who could hit a ball was Sandy Koufax. He absolutely could hit. There was only guy on the mound I've ever seen that could strike out Sandy Koufax was Yaz. Mercy. So I don't know what other rule changes there were because I've been living in Granger, Indiana for the last two years. But I'll tell you what, I'd leave it how it was, get back to the good old days, 1968. Mercy. Stretch. Yes. Ron, how do you think the Cubs would have done in 69 with a DH? Oh, um, yeah, well, our, all of our pitchers could hit. I, 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 either way, I, I, I think we would have, we would have done well. I, I do. Um, I mean, I, I can only base that off of my experience with the, with the White Sox where we had a DH, you know, and, um, I mean, I, th- I think the only thing better than, than getting rid of the DH, frankly, would be having two legs, but I, I can't do anything about that right now. So. Ron, I think I speak for all of Chicago when I say we forgot you were on the White Sox. I did too until I just remembered. <laughs> Harry? Your thoughts on the DH? I don't have any. You don't have any DHs or you don't have any thoughts? It depends. I believe you do. He does. Howard, the DH, National League DH. You know, the designated hitter does not belong in the game of baseball. That is my thought. Ever the purest, Howard Cosell. I think I agree with the hawk across the table over there. You know, it's funny you say that because a long time ago I said Howard Cosell doesn't belong in the game of baseball. So I'm glad to hear you say no DH, because now you and I are buds again, Howard. I do have a bud in my hand. Maybe Harry would be obliged. He's a bud man. It means something different in 2020 than it did in 1967, though, didn't it, Howard? There it is. Get on back there, Harry. Stretch. Yes. Stay fair. It will. Hawk? Yes. MLB put in a rule about relief pitchers having to face a minimum three batters before they can be taken out. How do you feel about that? Uh, that is BS. I mean, that is just absolute BS. Relief pitchers, first of all, back in my day, there were no relief pitchers. You get Sam McDowell on the mound, sudden Sam, he's going to pitch 12 innings, 13 innings, doesn't matter how long that game is, Sam's going to be out there. And if Sam couldn't finish the game and you got El Tiante, he's going to come in out of the bullpen. There ain't no bullpen relief pitchers. So... You get these days now where you get these guys come in for one batter, two batters. I don't care how many batters they come in for, they shouldn't be there. All of a sudden they say they got to come in for three batters. It don't matter to me. Give me one up there, I'm going to smack one out the park. Stay fair. Hawk Harrelson votes abolish relief pitching altogether. Yes. Ron Santo. Who? Oh, I, you know, back in my day, you know, Fergie used to finish the games, but I don't think that was going to be your question. Fergie was a Hall of Famer. Still is. Still is. is. I love Fergie. We all do. Ronnie, does he have both of his legs? I I think so. Harry? Yes? Do you remember any relief pitchers? Just the ones they serve at your restaurant, right? Three Finger Brown. (laughs) Three Finger? Hall of Famer Mordecai, Three Finger Brown. I remember you were a great pitcher. Howard Cosell, your thoughts on Three Finger Brown? I thought I saw a relief pitcher over there. Maybe that's some more Budweiser, Harry? You betcha, Howard. There we go. No, I actually think that in this particular situation, the best closer of all time was a guy by the name of Muhammad Ali. Float like a butterfly, stink like a bean. Name another one. Anybody. I'll tell you, one of the guys I thought, he stood right up to Muhammad Ali as Big Bad Bobby Jenks. 
Bobby could close the game with the best. I don't know if he was Ali. I had beer one time with Ali in Pittsburgh. And I'll tell you, Willie Stargell walked into that bar, and Ali stood up. Willie said, Muhammad? Muhammad said, Willie? Willie said, you damn good closer. That's it. That's my story. Stay fair. I was going to add Phil Regan, but... <laughs> Phil Regan's a good man. Is he, is he still the pitching coach of the Mets? It's I, Dick Paul. Damn, I said Mets. It's Dick Paul, I believe, Ronnie. Oh. Mercy. Okay, so my final question, as it relates to rule changes... Do rosters need to be expanded or contracted with these rule changes, Ronnie? Uh, I th- I think that uh, I think it, it was it was better that way in '69. Keep it 25. Ron Sano says keep it 25. Hawk Harrelson. Well, I mean nowadays you got guys who are specialists. They can't do more than one thing. You're gonna need 28 specialists on the team. That's not good. I, I'm with Ronnie on this one. You know, Ronnie and I were adversaries in the in the '60s. But I say keep it 25. I'd shorten it to 18. Make guys go both ways. But 25 is fine with me. Fair enough. Harry, are you awake? Another Budweiser, please, Jack. Right. Howard, anything to add? No, I don't think so. First time for everything. And we'll be right back. We'd like to welcome the Von Fuchterberg family from Climax Iowa, who are here today at Wrigley Field for today's broadcast. A reminder that our program today is brought to you by Manny's Merkins for Men, the leading supplier of men's pubic wigs. If your manhood looks like Vin Diesel, put a Merkin on it and stop the upheaval. Manny's Merkins, pubic wigs. And now back to baseball. Welcome back to the Sportscasters on TV. I'm your host, Jack Gleason. I'm here with a panel of legends. Ken the Hawk Harrelson, Ron Santo, Harry Carey, and Howard Cosell. Gentlemen. A lot of changes in Chicago baseball lately. I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on both sides of town. I'm going to start with Hawk. Hawk, can Tony La Russa adjust to modern sabermetric statistics like launch angle and war and BABIP? Or will he just try to recreate the win and ugly days? I figured this is going to come up. My buddy Tony. I don't know if you guys know this, but Tony and I were teammates. The 1962 Binghamton triplets a single A. We played 17, 18 games together way back. So I've known Tony 60 years. And I know everybody knows the story. I fired Tony in the 80s. He was, I was general manager for about 14 weeks. He was manager. I fired Tony. The way I look at it is Tony owes me a couple drinks, which you can make your own joke on that one. But if I hadn't fired Tony, Tony doesn't get the job in Oakland. He doesn't manage Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Carney Lansford, one of my favorites. He doesn't win World Series. He doesn't go on to St. Louis, become one of the greatest managers of all time. And Jerry doesn't hire him at the ripe old age of 141 years old. And so Tony owes me a drink. And if we did that drink, I would assume we just go over to Rick and Benny's, get a beef sandwich, and drink with the Bertucci boys. And so I don't know what the question was, all the sabermetrics. Uh, we, uh, there's a few of us that we remember World War II. And it, it was not a good war. So I don't know what war you're talking about right now, son, but... But uh, BABIP or whatever the hell you just said, uh, if all I need is my guys just need TWTW. They need the will to win. So you could take your statistics. I'll take Tony, and we'll win that one every time. Gas. Speaking of 141 years old, let me jump over here to Howard. Did Joe Lewis really fight at 137 years old? Of course he did. And he was not quite as good as Muhammad Ali. Ali was the best ever. And let me tell you, 
Tony La Russa reminds me a little bit of Muhammad Ali. They both have that competitive edge. They always know how to get back up when they're knocked down. And they're not going to go down until they get a chance. And they don't need any introduction. It's bigger than this place. Well, you know what, Howard? Coming into this thing, I thought you were a big honey bird. But after hearing you talk, I think we should go out and grab some drinks sometime. You like Tony? He likes Ali? I guarantee you like Sandy. How about we get some Budweiser's with Harry? Who's Harry? I'll drink to that. Oh, there he is. I feel like the only thing this panel's missing is Bill Walton. Let me jump over to Ron Sano. Ron, I want to ask you, this is a White Sox question, but since you played on both sides of town... He's not, I remember it very well. He's not going to be jumping over to you. Where's my toupee? <laughs> That's a great question. Where is your toupee? Sorry, Muhammad Ron. Ali. Is that still in Shea Stadium, Ronnie? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, can, I, can I use one of those uh, from the ad temporarily? <laughs> You've got to be bleeping me. The, the, Manny's Merkins does make a, lar- a large pubic wig that would fit right on your skull. I mean, diabetes took my hair away. I look like Vin Diesel up there. How did you catch the diabetes, Ronnie? Uh, two, well, ha- two hands. <laughs> You're a gold glover, so I'm sure it was a good catch. But. It was. Ron, you played a, next to some fantastic shortstops in your time, including a man named Ernie Banks. My question to you is about a modern-day shortstop, Tim Anderson. Will guys like Tim Anderson be able to work with old-schoolers like Tony La Russa? Well, back, uh, back in my day, it was all old-school, so I, I think, I, I I don't know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they'll do it. Um, I, I, uh, what, was it? What, what was the sabermetrics you were talking about earlier? I forgot. Wait. Never mind. Oh, okay. Mo- moving over to uh, Harry. Uh, Harry, can you remember in your Cardinals or White Sox or Cubs time, can you remember any flamboyant players like Tim Anderson who had problems with their managers? Oh, uh, I remember one. Was it Yaz? You jumping in there, Hawk? Hawk, were you? Who, who do you think it was, Hawk? Well, that, that question seemed like it was pointed at me, and I'm not real happy about it. I'll let Harry answer it, but you're talking about flamboyant players who didn't like their managers. You're looking right at me, Jack. I'm not real happy with that question. How's your steakhouse doing, Hawk? Boy, Harry, I'll tell you something. How's your liver doing, Harry? I'm dead. You know, he's got a point there. That's a duck snort. Yet he was able to make it to the panel. Are your games still on Sports Vision, Hawk? They are. They're still on Sports Vision. They are. Moving on, let's hit a Cubs question here. Ronnie, will Jed Hoyer be able to reclaim the 2016 Cubs magic? Uh, I, Jed, is that from the Beverly Hillbillies? Sort of. Oh, okay. Then yes, I think so. Harry, your thoughts on Jed Hoyer? Hoyer spelled pronounced backwards is real. Fair enough. It, is that the guy who plays for the Mariners? The Japanese fella? The Japanese fella. Yeah, yes. Oh. Okay. I feel like we're pretty I, close to turning this into a Don Rickles bit here. So You got, you got a second for me to jump in on there you on Jed? You go right ahead, Hawk. You're I, the I'll Hall tell of you Famer. something. I mean, I mean, Ronnie, I, I'm with you. I mean, Theo and Jed, they did a great job there. They had, to me, those are the two best Jewish guys in baseball since Sandy Koufax. Oh, they're yeah. great. They gave me a ring and I was dead. <laughs> that is unbelievable. That is a Matabaticola right there. You know, the amazing thing is that I attended Ron's funeral. Thanks for coming. The least I could do. <laughs> Harry, let me ask you, any idea who will be kept around to be a part of the new core of the Cubs as they move forward? Ronnie Woo Woo. Oh, he's great. I, uh... Also was at your funeral. So there you go. <laughs> Thanks for coming, <laughs> I tried to wave, but I was in a box. 
I think we all feel like we're in a box sometimes, Ronnie. Did you get a discount on that casket for just having one leg? <laughs> it, it fit better, yeah. It did, yeah. yes. Let yeah. me move over to Howard Cosell. Howard, why do you think <clears throat> more Cubs legends aren't part of the current team? Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he's not wrong. That's the answer. I think all of our legends are dead. Me and you? Yeah. And Harry. Yeah. I'm Only dead. one of us on this panel's alive right now. I'm dead. Somewhere Mark Grace is like, hold my beer. <laughs> Literally. Harry is dead. it a Budweiser, Harry? What a ding bat. Oh, uh, I haven't heard that since Brant Brown dropped the ball. No! <laughs> and we'll be right back. Don't forget that tonight's episode of the Sportscasters is brought to you by our friends at Manny's Merkins for Men, the leading supplier of men's pubic wigs. Hey, cut down the glare. Give that boner some hair. Manning's Merkins Pubic Wigs. Let's get back to the show. And we're back. I'm your host, Jack Gleason, here on the Sportscasters on TV. I'm here with the legends, all Hall of Famers in their own right. Ken the Hawk Harrelson, Ron Santo, Harry Carey, Howard Cosell. Gentlemen, I want to thank you for being here this evening. It's been very enlightening. We have a few minutes left. I'd like to go round table with you and give you each the opportunity to talk about what's on your mind. Let's start to my left, Howard Cosell. Howard? As I sit here, I think back to my time on Monday Night Football. It realized to me that everybody needs a good partner. A quarterback has to have someone to throw the football to. And I just thought today that Muhammad Ali, we were very close. He was kind of my partner. We went through some ups, we went through some downs, but I helped him, and he helped me. But here today, you know what? I think that I have developed a bond with a man across the table from me. His name? Yes. Wait, I mean, Sandy Koufax. I mean, Tony La Russa? Ah, it's that guy over there. I just want to say that, Mr. Cosell, I loved you on the Dean Martin roasts. Harry Carey. What's on your mind? La Russa spelled backwards is a sorla. Is that Italian? A sorla. Yes. Arnie, can you give a close-up on that hat? That's a nice hat, Arnie. That's a free bowl of soup hat, I believe. Harry, anything to add? I'll see you on Rush Street, Jack. Fair enough. Moving on to the Hall of Famer. Gold Glover. Member of the 69 Cubs, Ron Santo. One-legger. I used to leg those out. What? Well, I, 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 you know, I've been trying to hold it together. You know, I, I, I your leg, your leg, or well, yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't want to go off on a rant about the '69 team, but earlier I lost my toupee, and I want to thank the guys from Manny's. Uh, what, what is it like, Gherkin Merkin? Like, That's Merkins for men. Okay, Manny's. the best in men's pubic wigs. Well, okay, yeah. So I, I'm using one of those right now to cover the bald spot, and it reminded me of that that damn black cat at Shea Stadium, and I can't believe it. That damn cat, we would have won. The Cubs would have won the division that year. We probably would have won the World Series. But thanks. I'm trying to hold it together. And, and you know, I, I, you know I, I'm upset that I spent that time with the White Sox. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to lose it here. But, but I was traded for Steve Stone. Now he's broadcasting for them again. I, oh, I don't know. Note to the producers, next show we need to get Steve Stone here. Hawk Harrelson, speaking of Steve Stone. Well... I'll tell you this. I'll wrap it up this way. I'll say, Howard, 
Uh, when you call me Yaz, you call me Sandy Koufax, that's, that's two of the greatest honors I ever had in my life. I don't care if you know who I am, as long as you think that I might be Yaz, I might be Sandy, I appreciate that, sir. We did form a bond, and I was a huge Muhammad Ali fan. And so we're going to go out and have some drinks later talk about Muhammad. Ronnie, I just want to tell you real quick before I tell a real quick story about the 2005 White Sox, you were the inspiration for the phrase Chopper 2 Hopper. Because somebody hit a ground ball and you're going to hop your ass right over there and get that ground ball. That's a chopper two hopper. That's Ronnie. Thanks. Sure. Whatever you say, Ronnie. I'm going to tell you a quick story about the 2005 White Sox. You know, we won a World Series that year. First time we won a World Series in 87 years. And, and uh, we lost a good man this year. We lost my buddy Ed Farmer. Where did he go? Uh, you know, I don't know. But you're going to see him soon, Ronnie. <laughs> over to AM 1000. And... uh I asked Farmio, you know, Farmio was, was the color man for John Rooney during the 2005 World Series. I asked Farmio, I said, Farmio, if you were on a call for that World Series win, what would it have sounded like? And Farmio had it all set up. He said to me, ground ball, your eBay, picks it up, throws it to first, and the White Sox are world champions. No runs, one left on base, and the Sox have won the World Series. And I tell you what, Farmio... He was the most boring play-by-play man in the history of the world, but he was a good guy to sit down and have a drink with, and I bet you Harry could vouch for that. And so I'm just going to say, on behalf of everybody here on the panel, I appreciate y'all letting me get on here and have some fun with y'all. And so this is Ken Hawk Harrelson saying so long, everybody. Well put. I'd like to thank all my guests this evening, Ken the Hawk Harrelson, Ron Santo, the icon Harry Carey, and Howard Cosell. This is Jack Leeson signing off for the Sportscasters on TV. He gone.